श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात्म ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम द ग्रेट ऋषीज हैड आज द क्वेश्चन्स अबाउट who is superior in the spiritual path the one who is engaged in karma or upasana or meditation and what is the ultimate essence in reply to this the tripura devi the devi she said तथास्फुरपी सदा नाती अद्वैतम चिद्वपु एतन्मे मुक्तमैश्वर्य दुर्घटाथ विभावनम सो इफ यू वॉन्ट टू नो एक्सास्टिवली अबउट मी लाइक भगवान श्री कृष्ण सेज इन द टेन्थ चैप्टर हाउ मच यू विल यू वॉन्ट टू नो आई एल टेल यू इन शॉर्ट यद्यदूतिमत्सत्व यदर्जितमेवा whenever whenever you see you see something extraordinary they are i am see so here also the mother tells that there are many ways that i myself become the <coughs> creator the created i myself do the puja i am everywhere and i am nowhere and in this manner i only start playing the game of life see swamayaya swam ajnatva samsaranti chirat aham swamayaya my own maya my own playful attitude i take the position of of the uh, jiva and then bhuyo viditva swatmanam guruho shishya padam gata then i become the disciple and i go to the guru and the guru is none other than myself in this manner i keep on nitya mukta punar mukta bhujo bhujo bhavamyam nirupadana sambharam visrujami jagadrisham and in this manner without the help of anything or anybody i create this whole world yesterday i gave you example about the mirror how in the mirror we see ourselves and we enjoy ourselves so the seer and the seen are the same and yet there is a game a play a drama a leela going on in this manner shrunvantu sangrahad vakshe madashvaryam leshatah jagat dhatro vichitrayam sarvatah samprasarita mama jnana bahuvidham dvaita dvaitadi vedatah परापर विभेदाश्च बहुधा चापी तत्फल नाउ आई एक्सप्रेस इन सो मेनी वेज आयदर द्वैत और विशिष्ट अद्वैत और द अद्वैत और द न्याय और द योग और द सांख्य देर आर सो मेनी फिलॉसॉफिकल एक्सप्रेशन्स विच आर ऑल माय ओन एक्सप्रेशन एंड द्वैत ज्ञानंतु विविधम द्वितीया लंबनम यता एंड द्वैत the knowledge or the practice of knowledge in the duality is always dependent on others 
So if I am doing the Krishna Upasana, then Krishna's statue should be in front of me, then I must look at his picture and then keep on looking at it continuously and I feel, oh, how lucky I am. And in this manner, there is the, <coughs> one has to take the Dvitiya Alambanam, depend on something. Thereafter, Dhyana Mevatu Tatproktam Sapna Rajadi Sammitam. And all these practices in duality are also including the meditation are Sapna, like the dream. In the dream, we imagine that I am in this place and then something has happened and I am suffering and oh Lord please help me and then the dream breaks and everything is over. Exactly. All the puja, poti, upasana, meditation, the teacher very clearly tells, Sapna Rajyadi Sammitam. It is like the Sapna Rajya here means Mano Rajya. Imagination. We are constantly imagining. See? There was a great Mahatma from Rishikesh. He used to tell something very simple. In Hindi, it means, Hamne apne ko deha mana hai. We have only imagined that I am the body. We have not known. See? If mana hi hai, if we have only imagined that I am body, similarly, we go on imagining I am fortunate, I am unfortunate, I am lucky, I am unlucky, I am successful, I am not successful. These are only imaginations. So he says, if you have to imagine, why don't you imagine you are divine? What a difference it makes. Therefore, these uh, practices, Dvaita Jnanam, Dhyanam Evatu Tat Proktam, Sapna Rajyadi Sammatim, Tachapi Safalam Neyam, Niyatya Niyatam Yataha. And this is the most important thing. Those who are following the path of this duality and whatever they do, they do get the results. It is not that they don't get the results, they do get results. See? And therefore, one should not just condemn them. However, one must know, aparan chapi vividham tatra mukhyam tadevahi. So these are various kinds of practices. There are so many gods. Khandobachi Yatra and then <coughs> the Tulja Bhavani and then uh, Badri Kedar. So many places. Everything is perfect. And as you do your Upasana, so you will get your result. There is no doubt about it. However, Aparanchapi Vividham, but this is the Apara means the lower knowledge. Lower knowledge means that knowledge which will keep you in the duality. It will not allow you to go out of duality. See, one has to clearly understand this. Wherever there is desire fulfillment as the criteria, we are far away from the absolute reality. And you will see all the great masters who are following the path of Siddha Marga, those who are following the path of Kundalini, they will be 
insisting for their samadhi to be built before their death. And then you go to that place and do your upasana and your desire will be fulfilled. So as long as desire fulfillment is the criteria of life, we are buried in samsara. Because desires can never be fulfilled. You fulfill one desire, second will stand next to it. There is no end to it. And therefore this is called as aparajnanam. This is the secondary knowledge, it is not the absolute knowledge. However, the knowledge which was given to us that there is, um, you might have seen the picture also, those who do the Shri Yantra Upasana or Shri Vidya Upasana. I had taken this Sri Vidya Diksha from one great Mahatma is no more. So there are about 16 mantras and you have to uh, enliven every mantra by doing the japa for so many times. As are the number of letters associated with every mantra, so many hundred thousand times you have to chant it and offer the oblation in the fire. So when I was given, my another colleague friend, he said, Swamiji, now I have made arrangement for you on the banks of Narvada. Everything is made, now you stay here. It will take three, four years to complete all that. You stay here and you do this upasana. I said, yeah, I can't do this. Impossible for me to do it. Nobody had to do. I said, you are not my guru. I will ask him, the one who gave me this diksha. Then I went to him. I said, Maharaj, you tell me. He was very old, 98. Hardly any uh, tooth in the mouth. And always eating pan. So when he will talk, there will be a spray coming on you. And if he laughs, then it is a shower. <laughs> so, when he was uh, an old Gujarati talking in uh, Sanskrit to me, all great fun. And uh, I said, Maharaj, this is what he is telling me. That I had to. He said, no, 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 you don't have to do all that. I was so relieved. Then he said, what you are doing is the ultimate what these people do, because they want something. And he said, I feel myself fulfilled and blessed that I could impart this Vidya to you. You don't have to do anything, because you don't want anything. See friends, in this Sri Vidya, they give a beautiful picture, these four of them, the Brahma, Vishnu, then um, Ganeshji and uh, Shiva, they are the four legs and on the top it is the Sadashiva as the platform and on that this Anadi Mithuna, yesterday I explained to you, Mithuna means the male female, male Purusha, female Prakriti. Purusha and Prakriti are always together. Purusha cannot be complete without Prakriti. Prakriti has no existence without Purusha. This is the eternal principle of life. So when we thus invoke that, 
that invocation is far superior than running after one god here and one god there therefore they are only at the mental level now prokta mukha prokta mukha paramayam dhyanam mukha palakramam advaita vidnyanam eva paravidnyanam iritam after having told this now the teacher says this upasana is aparajnanam it is not the ultimate vidnyanam it is not the ultimate knowledge see friends this principle must go deep in our understanding anywhere desire fulfillment is the criteria we will be successful in fulfilling our desires but that is not the spiritual path we'll get stuck up there see friends and then they go on talking among themselves see? i'll give you two examples in one place i will not tell you the various mahatmas and their followers but for us to understand without their name i'll tell you in one group they talk about hey how much meditation you do i sit for a half an hour hmm i sit for one hour when do you get up in the morning 5 o'clock 5 o'clock i to get up by 3 o'clock and how much uh, realization you have come i have come maybe up to knee or little less you know i have come up to the umbilicus is, is it what funny thing and they discuss it very seriously see in another place they will be telling sit for meditation keep on walking in the dark tunnel you can't see anything keep on walking keep on walking and everybody is walking sitting in his own place and thereafter suddenly the light comes don't open your eyes because you will be blinded so they close their eyes and then slowly open your eyes you will see your guiding angel and he will guide you further discuss with him and after that the break tea break coffee break then two two of you should sit together with a cup of tea or coffee and then talk to each other what did your guiding angel tell you so when i was sitting he said samiti what guiding angel you had i said abhita bachchan manoraj imagination this has no place anywhere on the spiritual path similarly i have seen the light i have heard the sound friends this happens it is not this doesn't happen see like dreams happen is it not in the dream what we don't see we see everything in the dream if our mind can projects such wonderful unimaginable dreams by this constant listening that i am one in the body then when i am sitting for meditation then the chakra start opening first is the muladhar chakra phatak khul gaya then the second chakra opened up gar 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 don't get carried away by this 
see friends this was only because we are caught up in the basic wrong notion that there is one soul per body you take uh, karma kanda sankhya yoga jainism buddhism anywhere you take they talk about one soul per body and remove that principle from their discussion they have nothing to talk then they will be talking last life this life next life but the moral of the story is not understood that is upar vidya that only is preparing us to leap into the infinite therefore here we are told prokta mukhyam aparamayam dhyanam mukhya palakramam advaita vidyanam eva paravidyanam iritam maam anaradhya paramam kiram vidyam tu shrimatim katham prapyeta paramam vidya advaita sannikam so unless we have done this aparavidya upasana we will not be prepared to take off into the ultimate absolute so he who is doing this upasana is completely withdrawn from the whole world and is focused only on the goddess and as a result he develops a faculty and the faculty is our mind is available to us whenever we want for whatever length of period we want for whatever purpose we want the mind is available <coughs> then ishvara anugrahat eva pumsam advaita vasana then by god's grace this is how god's grace comes because one has done the upasana and the god's grace comes only advaita vasana one wants to know what is the ultimate truth <coughs> from here we take up the next step therefore माम अनाराध्य परमाम चिरम विद्या तो श्रीमतीम कथम प्राप्येत परमाम विद्याम अद्वैत सन्निकाम देयरफॉर देयर आर टू टाइप्स ऑफ सीकर्स वन आर कॉल्ड एज द दोज हु हैव डन द उपासना एंड सेकंड आर दोज हु हैव नेवर डन द उपासना दोज हु हैव डन उपासना इन देयर लाइफ दे आर डिसिप्लिनड and they are able to focus themselves easily on something that is given to them <clears throat> and the second type of people like us who have never done any upasana in life and we have been leading our life frantically in this material world and then we get some kicks here and there and there is no more interest left and then we start thinking about let us go to prempuri ashram free hai ac hai comfort hai we sit here and after having come over here then we start listening something different vedanta <coughs> they are called as akruto pasti they have not done any upasana such people directly for them spirituality means meditation or else there is another fad in the western world the reiki then various kinds of energies and then your uh, your channels are blocked i will open the channel like a what do you call the plumber work 
I was in uh, London recently, four days before, and there there was one bodies, mind and soul exhibition or program. So they are called me, and they gave me the date, which was not possible for me. I said I can't be on this date available here. I am going to Bombay. Then I just saw the exhibition. All kinds of things, the various kind of yoga mattresses, yoga accessories, like you know, fashion accessories, yoga accessories, and thereafter the various kinds of statues, um, Bhagwan Buddha sitting in different way, and in his most famous posture in which he left his body, and various kinds of things, all that. And there was one stall where they were having these. Uh, one lady, she was doing some Reiki and energy invocation, correcting the energy channels. So my friend told me, Swami, try this. I said, is it free or we have to pay? He said, he said it's free. I said, then I can do anything. Money, don't ask me. So I sat. A very sincere lady, whoever she was. So she made me sit in a chair. And I was watching here and there. And uh, <clears throat> there was a nice chocolate in my mouth. And she took something in her hand, kept and kept the alarm clock for five minutes and stood there and started, don't know what she did. Five minutes she was standing. After that, when the alarm went, and then she said, Oh God, instead of me giving you energy, I have taken energy from you. This has happened for the first time. What did you do? I said, I ate chocolate. <laughs> Friends, don't get carried away by all these things. You will get lost. This has nothing to do with spiritual life. Therefore, here the teacher says, Maam Ananadhya Paramam. Unless we do this upasana, and by this upasana, we come to recognize something higher principle. And then we will start seeking that higher principle. Therefore, upasana is essential in life. Therefore, whatever we are told by the teacher, like do the japa chanting. That japa chanting definitely channelizes our thinking process. Whenever our mind is disturbed here and there, if you have practiced japa properly, you will help yourself. <coughs> like suppose you have practiced the japa properly, Take the mala in your hand and we have to synchronize, not mechanically doing. Suppose you take the mala and Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. So the chanting, moving the bead of this mala and the mind, when these three are perfectly synchronized by long practice, if your mind is disturbed, the moment you touch your mala, the mind will start immediately the process of chanting and your mind's agitations will come under control in no time. It is for this purpose it is chanted. See friends, in this manner, by this upasana, when one has practiced this, then tada eva Advaita Vidyanam Kevalam Ya Parachiti Tasya Shuddha Dasha Marsho Dvaita Marsha Vivavakaha. 
then only this Advaita Jnanam, Advaita Tattva, which is Parachiti, the supreme pure conscious existence, then Dvaita Amarsha Vibhavakaha, then we are able to understand that this Dvaita is nothing but my own expression. I alone become the seer, I alone is the seen. And when this seer and seen merge in one, when the knower and the known merge in one, what happens is the knowledge without the knower, the experience without the experiencer, where the division in knowledge is no more valid. Therefore, tadha chittam samatmanam kevalam abhisampatet tadevanubhavitam syad vidnyaram rushi sattamaha. Therefore, O great Rishis, yada chittam samatmanam kevalam, when the mind is now no more focus on the objective perception. When the objective perceptions are dropped, J. Krishnamurti, objectless awareness happens. Then how do we achieve this? Yesterday I told you, make absence as the object of knowledge. Listen to silence. Silence being only one, mind cannot survive only in one. Mind wants two. Then the mind is completely withdrawn from the world. Then the mind dissolves back to the consciousness. Because consciousness with form is mind, mind without form is consciousness. Mind is like a um, vapor or like the mist coming over the Ganges waters. When there is a temperature gradient, the mist comes. And the mist becomes so thick that the foundation of the water is covered. In the same manner, the river of life is flowing. On the river of life, because of the temperature gradient of ignorance, there is a mist of mind. And that mind covers the consciousness. And then the mind starts projecting further and this world becomes real. And therefore, we have to dissolve the mind. Bhagavan Ramanamarshi says, Eka chintanat nashametyadaha. When the mind is engaged in reflecting on many, mind will become more well, uh, violent. 
But when the mind is reduced from many to little to less and ultimately to one, eka chintanal. Find out what is the one. So, for example, many sounds, tabla, peti, kirtan, various people singing, many, from the reduce, not so many. Only one mantra should be chanted. So, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, now that also you draw. So that is also many. Then the silence. But when we focus our attention on the silence, we are still referring to the sounds. Without reference to the sounds, silence has no existence. So unknowingly we again end up in the duality, in the dvandva, sound and absence of sound. Then that also we draw. And then we come to know that one which is supporting the sound as well as the absence of the sound is beyond the presence and the absence. That is the ultimate. So, chittam yada swam atmanam kevalam. So, the chitta rimudata chittam chitcha vijaniyan takara rahitam yada. When the takara means the objectivity in knowledge. When objectivity in the knowledge is discarded, the objectless awareness is our essential nature. So, tadevanubhavitam syad vidyanam rishisattama. Then only we are able to recognize the ultimate truth that we are. We don't become divine. We are. But our own divinity is covered by this mind which is engaged in the extrovertedness. So to control the extrovertedness, upasana is indicated. Instead of channelizing the energy in the worldly pursuit, the same energy is disciplined through upasana. And that upasana, there are so many rules and regulations. You should get up such time, you should do this thing, you should do that. Slowly, slowly, our disorganized life becomes organized and systematic. If our external life is organized and systematic, then alone our thinking can be channelized in a proper manner. Because thinking also has to be properly disciplined. Our thinking is hardly a thinking, it is most of the time worrying. See, in this manner, when Yukti to um, Shrutito yuktito vapi kevalatma vivasanam dehadya atma bhavasya nashanam jnana muchate. Now see how beautiful is it defined. What is the ultimate knowledge? It is said, Shrutitaha, on the authority of the scriptural statements, Shrutitaha, yuktitaha, then you start interacting with those statements intelligently. See? 
सुचिता युक्ति एंड देर आफ्टर द टीचर केवल आत्मिभासनम नो ओनली द वन अनडिवाइडेड अनबॉर्न अनचेंजिंग अनएंडिंग ट्रूथ इज रेकग्नाइज Year by Shruti, we should clear about clear about it. Shruti means Upanishad. Those scriptural words which talk about last life, this life, next life, they are called as Avantara Vakya. They are not the ultimate truth. See, friends. Like the children are told a story. Why children in satsang also to stories are told, and the stories are told for what purpose? What is the prayojan? Like this example, I give you a number of times. How can a person lost in the small little thing can think of something infinite? This is the principle to be told. So how to tell this principle? Then the Mahatmas tell stories. There was a fish from the sea. He came to a well, and in that well there was a frog, and they were asking how much is the uh, sea and all that. Then the fish and the frog they went to the ocean, and now the frog doesn't ask any question. He keeps quiet. Now what is the moral of the story? How the fish went to The well. Moral of the story. अरे बेवकूफ. कूप बंडू का वृत्ति. We are lost in so small little things that we can never think of something higher. See. Once I was travelling from Delhi to Bombay many many years before. those days those uh, ac trains have recently started and uh, i got the middle seat on the left side there was one overflowing sindhi gentleman sitting on the right side there was one young girl sitting and in between i was sandwiched and uh, journey so whole night i was you know very awake because this uh, overflowing uh, pressure was there and this side there was fire so i was sitting very carefully in the morning when i went to bathroom and came back then uh, that girl asked me by the way where are you going i said i don't go by the way i go the proper way <laughs> hey you talk sense i said i don't talk nonsense oh you seem interesting i said yes i am a cartoon or what then the eyes thought then i asked you are going to bombay for some job yes i am going for a job what do you expect what is the dream of your life oh she was so thrilled by that her own dream you must be dreaming i must have a beautiful house on the sea side i must have an intelligent loving husband i must have two cute little kids Lot of money, nice cars. 
I said, you are all thinking which are illusions. There is nothing like intelligent, obedient husband. First of all, intelligent people never become husband. Those who are dumb, they only become husband. Now, how can the dumb people be good or bad? They are only dumb. And then, cute little children. When the children are, even that of the donkey, they look beautiful when they are small. When they are grown up, the reality comes out. And house on the seaside, as long as you don't have, you don't know the problem. Once you start saying, see, staying there, every time that the salty wind comes inside and all your furniture and everything is destroyed, you will never open that window and see outside. Oh, I never thought about it. I said, you are only imagining. Now I tell you, do you want the happiness now or later? Of course, now. Do you want the happiness uh, here or after reaching that imaginary house? No, here. Do you want the happiness with lot of efforts or effortless happiness? That is you. Don't seek happiness. Discover happiness. This knowledge leads us to the discovery of happiness. The upasana which was told earlier, which is practice in duality. Do this puja, do this puja, do that, do this thing. That is seeking happiness. Here it is discovery of happiness. See friends, when you discover something, like this uh, rosary is sitting on my lap and discovered with my hanky. And I am searching where it has gone, where it has gone. So I am seeking. But when I remove this handkerchief, it is discovered. Whatever is discovered is never created. It is already existing. Scientific discovery, scientists do not create the laws of nature. See, ordinary people create the in-laws. Therefore, Shrutito yuktito vapi kevalatma vivasanam dehadi atma bhavasya nashanam. That is what is called as knowledge. When identification with the gross body, subtle body, and the causal body is completely erased, that is called as the ultimate knowledge. Destruction of the identification with the gross body is equal to worldly things will not influence you in the form of attacks of desires. Destruction of the identification with the subtle body will never make you miserable because of your relations. Destruction of the causal body identification will relieve you from all the wrong notions. Wrong notion about ourselves. Wrong notion about God. Wrong notion about the world. And the wrong notion about the spiritual practice. 
we are caught in these three nets. Not only internet, it is inner net. See? And if you just observe what is our life, all the time only accumulating things and possessions. And for whom? For my children, relations. And how? Wrong notion. If I give this thing to my children, I will be doing justice. See, friends, therefore, these three things, Dehadi Atma Bhavasya Nashanam Jnana Muchate, that is called as real knowledge. And those who are abiding in this, be very attentive. They can never even imagine to do anything in this world. Things only happen and they don't claim, I have done this thing for somebody. See, friends. Then all the great masters have done so many good things in the world. For what? For time pass. Not an achievement. See, friends, therefore, the real knowledge is this. All the projects in the head, all the possessions, all the relations, all the wrong notions are completely dissolved. Thereafter, one stops doing the things. Then things start happening. And when the things are happening, there is no doer, there is no enjoyer. So, tadeva bhavati jnanam yajnane na tukinchana basamana vi kwapina vivayan katanchana. That is the ultimate knowledge, having known which nothing in this world is worthy of getting attracted. Nothing in this world can ever attract us. Tadeva atada eva advaita vidyanam yajnani na kinchana avidnyatam naiva bhaved kadachi leshato picha. And having known which, there is nothing remains to be known because everything is known in this knowledge. Nothing is to be known remaining. Now take for example. Suppose I know chemistry. Does it mean I will know mathematics, physics? This is not the understanding. When I am aware, I am alive, then only I know everything. If I am in uh, uh, anesthesia, I know nothing. So all the total knowledge is contained in this awareness. Go further. The waking experiences, the dream, the deep sleep, the samadhi, all of them are supported by this one knowledge. This is the meaning of being Sarvajna. Sarvajna doesn't mean, uh, do you know English, do you know Gujarati? No, no, that is being dumb. That is not the meaning. Therefore, when we have come to this, then there is nothing other than the Self. Like when we look at our own body, we see different parts. When I am using the organ of speech, I will say, I am talking. 
So the total I is limited to the speech. Then when I am listening, I will say I am listening. So the total I is limited to only hearing. So this one I alone is becoming everything. And if this one eye is not there, as in a coma, and somebody comes and talks to us, nothing happens because the total eye is totally sleeping away. Therefore, this is the real knowledge. It is beyond all the relative limitations. Sarva vidnyanam atma rupam yad vidnyanam bhavet khalu tadeva tada eva advaita vidnyanam paramam tapasottamaha. So, O oh great tapasvis, this is the real knowledge, not the one by which you acquire some powers. In uh, Panchadashi, Bhagavan Vedavyasa's words are quoted. There are two types of spiritual practices. Those who are doing the upasana or tapasya, they invoke many siddhis in them because of tapasya. But that doesn't mean they will be liberated. Second thing, those who are engaged in this inquiry and to know the self, they will be liberated, but they may not have any siddhis. Because siddhis are the result of tapasya. Siddhis are the result of the yoga abhyasa. See friends, this example I gave you many years before. There was the great yogi, Changdeva Baba, 700 years before Christ. When Naraneshwar was there, 700 years after Christ, that time this happened. After living for 1400 years as a great yogi, controlling all the uh, five elements, controlling all the animals, everything was under his control. And yet, no fulfillment in life. Because yoga's foundation is one uh, self per body, one jiva per body. Therefore, the Dvaita is maintained. When Dvaita is maintained, cursing and blessing is bound to be. In Advaita, who will curse whom? See, my friends, therefore, one should not get carried away by this thing. Oh, that is the great Mahatma. I went to him and he gave me one kick on my back and my back became normal. So next time I go to my head, my head will become normal. See friends, therefore, Sarva Vidyana Atma Rupam Yad Vidyanam Bhavet Khalu Tada Eva Advaita Vidyanam Paramam Tapasottamaha Jati Yadrashi Vidyane Samshaya Aschira Samrutaha Vayuna Abhrajalani Viliyante Paramhitat Now Jati Yadrashi Vidyane When this kind of experience of abiding in the absolute happens then what happens? The teacher says Samshaya Achira samrutaha 
viliyante thereafter you will be left with no doubt whatsoever this principle i have been emphasizing again and again every question we ask that question takes us away from ourselves any question you ask Now, if I have come to know myself, like you know, for example, before we came to our Premapuri ashram for the talk, we were in different places. So till we were driving, coming here and there, so many thoughts. I hope I reach on time. I hope there is no traffic jam. It should not rain. Suddenly, if it rains, I have not brought the umbrella. So many things going on, clock, clock, clock in the mind. The moment we reach over here, everything cool. in the same manner he who has reached the destination no questions therefore what should be spiritual practice no questions always come about something which is other than the self it doesn't matter whether we know or we don't know about others what matters is do we know ourselves or not that is important vedeshya sarvai ahameva vidyaha the purpose of all the scriptures is only this come to discover who you are therefore jati yadrish vidyane samshaya ashira samrataha and all of them viliyante they dissolve they disappear they disintegrate like what example is given vayuna abhrajalani iva like there are so many clouds in the sky but when the winds flow slowly all the clouds disappear and again the beautiful blue deep sky is experienced See all our gods like uh, Krishna, Rama, then Mahakali. They are painted blue. Blue is the sign of infinite. That which cannot be comprehended through the limited means of knowledge is Paramatma, and therefore, how will you like to know what the Paramatma is like? it is something like that before we know we want to learn swimming and we jump and some more learn and if we are asked kindly explain exactly what exactly is swimming will you say first take the right hand then bring it up 60 degrees and then hit it on the water then let the hand go down then take away the left hand up 52 degrees in the uh, uh, angle and they no you can't spell it out it just happens similarly how do we attain balance on a bicycle when we learn you can't teach it you can't understand it but it happens because it is not done through mind it is not done through intellect 
it is not learned through sense organs it is not attained through organs of action exactly the same way all the doubts disappear when we come to our own self it is nothing to be known such a person is living very much in this world and yet far beyond this world like the space supports all the ten directions but the space is beyond all the directions like the ocean supports all the waves but the ocean is beyond all the waves like we have supported the childhood body the teenage body the middle age body but we are beyond all those bodies like we support waking dream deep sleep and samadhi in the same manner we are supporting all of them but we are beyond all of them now what is there to know mind will start suffocating because the mind is addicted to thinking to chattering those people who have got this habit of talking see the other day i went to somebody's house for lunch so the man came to pick me up and his daughter came with me and she was a non-stop chatterbox we were driving for about 40 minutes in that 40 minutes not even 40 seconds she was quiet and she was very proud of it i am born to talk only that's the only purpose of my birth see in the same manner our mind is trained ask question ask questions every question will take us away from ourselves therefore jate yadrushi vidnane samshaya chir samrutah vayuna amrajalani viliyante paramyata paramitan no kamadi vasana sarva yasmin santina kinchana shur bhagna drashtra bhagna drashtra ahi iva tad vidnanam paramam sruta and then all the desire kamadi vasana they are completely dissolved no more desires even the desire to do good to the world all those who are deceiving themselves of doing good to the world they start the ngos collect the funds like ganpati bappa morya in bombay they will be collecting the funds do you think they go to ganpati poor fellow is meant to sit one one place and these people become spiritual out of those funds see my friends therefore no more desire about anything you know what is the desire desire is inflammation of the mind when a foreign body enters the mind 
like in our food when a, na- a nail or a thorn goes and we are not aware of it after some time that being a foreign body in that particular spot slowly the tissue starts reacting then there is inflammation then there is swelling then there is warm or heat and it becomes ultimately painful when it becomes painful then our attention goes there hey what is happening here it's paining too much and then we come to know oh there is a thorn inside so what we do we take another thorn remove the first thorn and throw away both the thorns exactly the same way when the foreign body enters the mind what is the foreign body foreign body is giving value to anything or anybody in this world give value to anything in this world that is the foreign body when that foreign body will enter the mind mind will be inflamed an inflammation of the mind is called as desire and when the desire is there it is painful unless it is fulfilled so what we do we want to remove that foreign body we want to fulfill the desire fulfillment of the desire is nothing but the removal of the desire the moment the desire is fulfilled desire is removed the mind comes back to the normal healthy condition but again the second foreign body enters giving value importance to anything any being see once it happened somebody called me for dinner i said okay i'll come with my friend you don't have to come all the way no 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 swami ji i'll come and pick you and i want you to come alone don't bring anybody with you i said okay as long as you give me food i am okay when i went to his house he told me swami ji um, i don't want that person to come with you to my house i said it's okay i didn't ask you no i hate him so when he said i laughed he said why are you laughing i said when you cut a joke you are supposed to laugh is it what is the joke here i said joke is you hate him so much that you don't want him to come to your house but he is in your heart constantly thinking about him so what could be done remove that hatred how to remove the hatred give zero value select shift delete don't struggle see therefore kamadi vasana sarva yasmin santi na kinchana when there are no desires at all and further suhu bhagna drashta ahi eva if there are desires how are those desires suhu means if there are desires how they are a snake whose teeth are taken away the snake without the teeth cannot bite the desires of these great masters they do not bind them because they are not obsessed 
with completion of anything in life. There was a great master from Kanchi Kamakoti Pete, and he has written commentary on Vivek Chudamani of Bhagwan Chakaracharya in Sanskrit. And about 300 or odd verses he completed. And then it was published. Total verses are 581. So there are always wise people around these great Mahatmas. And they start teaching and advising the Mahatmas. They said, Maharaji, why don't you write the remaining part so that it will be a complete commentary. You complete that job. So the Mahatma said, if you really read up to this point, you will not read further. No need to read. At least study this. Kamadi, all the desires completely stand dissolved. No obsession. Whatever is happening, perfectly all right. See? Like in Ananda Mahima Ashram in Bhimpura, where we sit together for lunch and there the Jaikara begins. Anandavayimata ki jaye, Anandeshwara Mahadeva ki jaye, Sobhinyabhdev, jaye jaye. And at the end that person says, Aaj ka bhojan, without eating, Aaj ka bhojan, everybody says, Bahut achcha hai. Now you can't say it is bad. Start with that. Whatever is there is perfectly all right. Give yourself a zero choice. More the choice, more miserable. Lesser the choice, less miserable. No choice, all bliss. If you have got uh, two dozens of pairs of shoes, then you have to go. You will come and stand before the shoe rack and start doing the prayers. I should take this one or should do this This is matching this one. Oh, it's got a list. If you have got only one chappal, relax. See, I was in Australia, uh, Melbourne. One of my friends, he constructed a new house. And he says, Swamini, in this house, we have got attached bathroom to every room. Normally they don't have, but I got it made specially. So next time you come and stay here, you will be staying in this room. And then uh, he took me, this is my daughter's room. And the daughter came out, Swamini, please don't enter my room. I said, why? Then the, the father told Swamini, you could see his her room. It's a shoe shop. She was holding me, don't enter. I said, I will enter now. She had more than 100 pairs of shoes. Imagine, with two legs, 100 pairs of shoes. If she had four legs. <laughs> How much choice we give? Lesser the choice, happier you are. So, Siu Bhagna Drashta Ahiriva Tad Vidyanam Paramam Smritam Therefore, the desires of the wise people do not bind them because they are not obsessed. And their desires are not born out of need. They are for fun. 
See, this one principle the other day I was talking, I was very thrilled. When you take this world as an illusion, what exactly will be the impact of this wisdom? This world is an illusion. Two things will happen. Number one, you will enjoy life. You will not suffer. Like we see the rainbow. It's an illusion. Do we suffer? Are Ram, 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 rainbow again? No. We enjoy. See how beautiful it is. And then we start talking about rainbows. See, the other day when I was there, there were two rainbows, one above other. The third one, this is nothing. I have seen a straight line rainbow. <laughs> we are enjoying, is it not? But do we want that let me take a piece of rainbow, I can give it to my wife? <coughs> Therefore, when you take something, this world as an illusion, you will not be suffering, you will enjoy, but at the same time, you will not desire. That is the meaning. See, friends, therefore, here the desires of these wise men are like the snake without the teeth. They will not bind him, they will not poison him. Vidyanasya phalam sarva dukhanam vilayo bhave. This Abiding in the Absolute Self, Phalam, the ultimate is Dukkhanam Vilayam Bhavet. All the miseries of life are dissolved. There are no more miseries. Miseries are made miserable. See? What is the misery? Misery is when we want something and if it doesn't happen, we become miserable. And you put it the other way round. Whatever happens exactly that is what I wanted. You can never be miserable. Therefore, never give any choice to yourself. Vidyanasya phalam sarva dukkhanam vilayo bhavet atyanta abhaya samprapti moksha ittyuchyate phalam And second thing is atyanta abhaya samprapti total fearlessness. No fear. Now that doesn't mean we should not be dumb in understanding this. No fear. The truck is coming from front. No fear. I am standing. That is not the meaning. Our fear is for every small little thing. I am afraid I will be able to do this or not. I am afraid I can be there or not. I am afraid whether I will understand or not. That is the fear. Why we will not be able to achieve ultimate in this very life? Why not? Suppose I die in between. Who cares? Maro? See, friends. Therefore, in Bhagavad Gita also, the first spiritual practice is Abhayam Sattva Samshuddhi. Fearlessness is called as Moksha. Therefore, here it is said, Atyanta Abhaya Samprapti Moksha Ittyuchyate Phalam. We are constantly living a fearful existence. I don't know what will happen. If you don't know, relax. Bhayam Dutiya Shankalpat Advaite Vidite Dudam Kutasya Dutiya Sankalpa Tamasurya Dayata. Whenever there is the sense of otherness, there is fear. Dutiyatvai Bhayam Bhavati. Wherever there is a sense of otherness, fear is bound to be. But when there is no sense of otherness, 
there cannot be any fear element in our life. Such a person is at home in every place, in every situation, without any agitations and frustrations in the mind. Mind is always at peace. Because although there is a perception, yet there is no recognition of the perception as the real. In this manner, bhayam dhutiya shankya kalpad advaite vidite drudam so the moment this Advaita is finalized and very firmly established, there cannot be any fear because like when the, the sunrise happens, how can there be any darkness? Drushayo no bhayam kwapi dvaita sankalpa varjane ato yat phalamanyasyan tad bhayam sarvatham ave. So from here, the next topic is which is very important that if we have this notion that Realization of the self means I have seen the God and God has come and gone or I had an experience, something was climbing up, garam, 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 it was a gas trouble. But now it is not climbing. Oh, nikal gaya. All my chakras are open, what should I do? Close them. Don't go with the open buttons in the market. People will laugh at you. All these foolish things will disappear. Then exactly what is the ultimate that we will take in our tomorrow's class again. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Pyonamaha Hari Om